1: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. Thank you so much for listening today. Today's topic is the Sim Train Story with my friend Dan McCann. How's it going, Dan?
0: That's going great, Joe. Thank you very much. I'm excited about talking to you today.
1: I am very excited about this topic. This is not a traditional trucking or logistics, or technology, or the usual technology. It's not a free tech thing, but please stay and listen, because it solves a lot of the problems that we have in this transportation, logistics, and supply chain space. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But first, Dan, please introduce yourself and your company and where you're calling from today.
0: Awesome. So Dan McCann, And Joe, we're trying to become a traditional logistics (laughs) technology solution. We're working hard to get there, but we're out of Alpharetta in the Atlanta market. And, you know, SimTrain, just so folks that don't know SimTrain yet, and hopefully all will soon, is uh, we've digitized role play and coaching exercises so people can learn how to perform their job in sales, service, and support. So think about it like in in a brokerage, right? Carrier sales, customer sales, like regular traditional sales roles, but then also some other operating roles like track and trace and dispatch, retrieval, being able to simulate those conversations and those job simulations so people can really learn how to perform and master the job skills. Yeah, I love it, I love it. I think I talked to Melanie Flores who works with you the other
1: day, guys from Lean, um, Nick Strober. And I call that just-in-time training, and I think everybody wants the output of training. And a lot of times we're talking about sales training, we'll talk more about that in a minute, we want sales training and then also we also want to be able to onboard people in a way that actually works and i know some companies now say well we're going to have a two-week orientation where they're going to do this when they're going to do that very expensive not to have your people sitting at the job doing doing what they were hired to do yes i think what you guys do allows us to do really just in time and i i said this before we hit record When COVID hit, we had all of a sudden brand new demands on us. So it might have been, I have a customer and you have to do certain things when you pick up their location or when you drop off at those locations. That means my whole team could be be five guys, could be 500 guys, all have to say something slightly different. Well, how do I educate them? I could send them an email, right? I could say, we're all going to get together and do training. What you guys have created allows us to do a training session really quickly and have it be on their computer and they can do it quickly, easily, test themselves. And what I love about it is also if you're the manager, you can say, I got 10 guys, they're all supposed to take that training, and I can see
0: how did they do. In you know, you think about it, right? Just not just the speed, like events, right? Not just having to say new things, but Hey, there's something that occurred today. Like we got to get this out, and we need everybody—a hundred, a thousand people—showing empathy for the folks on the west coast because of an earthquake or something that's happening. If we're talking to folks out there, and so you could build a simulation and then hand it out to folks, and they could spend five minutes at the beginning of their day prepping for you know that sort of event or or things that happen. It's it's one of the use cases, right? We used heavily in onboarding, training new hires, but also coaching people in role and getting them ready. So yeah, absolutely. You're on it. And I know you guys use some AI and some ML, and that is uh, artificial intelligence
1: and machine learning for those of us who are not technologists. Yes, sir. And I heard you say simulation. Just FYI, guys, we'll get more to this in a minute. This does not require any sort of technology degree, does not require any sort of coding. This is very easy to use, but we'll get back to that. Uh, but, but first, Dan, tell us a little bit about you. where did you grow up? Where'd you go to
0: school? Give us some career highlights before you started SimTrain. All right. So I'm a North Jersey, uh, you know, person. I grew up there. I went to school in Virginia and I picked my school based on the number of people that said hello back to me when I went on visits and I said hi to everyone I passed. And, and you know, James Madison University had the highest number of people that said hello back to me. Great. So yeah, I had a blast. You know, I loved going what I called the south back then, going down south and I played baseball, you know, in college and it just had a just had a great experience from that perspective. I really enjoyed it. I live down in Atlanta now. As I mentioned, I've been here for about 15 years. I came down for a couple of years, probably 3, to open up an office at the last company I had founded and it was an outbound biz dev as a matter of fact. It's where we d- develop SimTrain as a solution to to onboard those folks and train them how to how to perform better in delivering you know out, you know biz dev outreach and prospecting calls right and so my kids after they got here they're like we don't want to leave we don't want to go back to North Jersey so I became <laughs> a a resident of uh, Georgia long term I've been down here now for about fifteen. Minutes. <laughs> I got to tell you that
1: there was actually I think there was an MTV show on this. And it was about people from New Jersey who went to University of Indiana. And I guess, so I can say this, my my beloved uh, Michigan University of Michigan has always drawn about 10% of their students from New York. And it just became a traditional thing, right? And the nice thing about people from New York and New Jersey is they don't... They don't value their money in any way, shape, or form. So they will pay 50 grand for for here for education, Uh, where it's going for 25 grand over here in the Midwest. So U of M and and Indiana, great schools. And so they were talking about, they were interviewing these people who were from New Jersey. And there was mostly the parents kind of walking around small town Indiana and people going, hey, how you doing? And they're like, what is that about? What, what, what are those people stalking us and they but it, but it's funny it's just a cultural thing and i always say people are people after a while you go you yeah, know i get it they're not they're not
0: crazy they're just saying hello <laughs> but joe when you look at the schools in the northeast it's not that they don't value the money 50 grand of them is a discount unfortunately <laughs> right. right that's that's the
1: problem i got a cousin from new jersey his kids went to uh university of Minnesota, mississippi and i was like i get it i get it it's like they're and i'm sure they're looking and going I guess
0: college is free in Mississippi. <laughs> Send them there. Oh my goodness. Right. My I, my kids went to the Georgia school systems as a Georgia resident. I I actually call my friends once in a while after I pay the tuition bill just to, you know, make them feel bad. They don't they don't <laughs> like getting that phone call. So, yeah, exactly. Well, this is why we're t- this is why
1: we're talking. I feel like the technology you developed is and I hope it expands and does really well in transportation, logistics, and supply chain. But I hope you expand it continuing on because it seems like the application for education tech is, is long overdue. And I said this to Melanie, your your colleague.
0: Rock star from SimTrain. So everyone knows, absolute rock star from SimTrain.
1: She is a she's a brilliant woman. But she said, um, when we were talking, she said um, – well, I said to her, Do you know what? Do you have one teacher friend right now who's not very frustrated? A lot of my teacher friends are at 52, 53 years old saying, That's it. I'm out. I'm done. I've, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. We've made this very difficult. and And you don't find too many parents who are happy with writing the big checks you're writing for college. So I think we're really in need of some transformation and some innovation in the education space. But Anyway,
0: when and why did you start SimTrain? So I I just kind of gave a little bit of that away on this startup company I had doing outbound biz dev and prospecting. I ran operations there. I've always fashioned myself as a a coach and a developer of people. I found out I wasn't as good as I thought I was, right? (laughs) I was getting feedback like, Dan, you know how you love doing these role plays and you (laughs) love helping people and you think it's fun for everyone? I'm like, yeah. Absolutely. And I love making it fun for everyone. Like, yep, not fun for anyone but you. <laughs> You're the one having fun. Like, it's like, wait, I don't understand. So we realized, like, hey, people learn by doing Joe. So we wanted them to get that experience. Maybe they don't love learning by doing with Dan, but with SimTrain, they would. So we started developing some technology so these folks could, you know, get repetition that they needed. So maybe not one or two times. It might take them 25 times. I don't care. You know, Joe might take two times to learn it and Dan takes 25. Care less as long as we both learn it. That's important. I, I, it's
1: funny. I said to Melanie when I spoke to her, and by the way, guys, I will embed a demo into this conversation. It'll be in the show notes so you can actually see how this works because it's not when we're going to be describing a technology, you might say, I'd like to see it. But yeah, walk us through this. So let's just say I'm a, a, I'm a transportation logistics company I have multiple locations. I've got dozens of employees And I say, "Uh, yeah, of course, I got training. I'm always bringing on new people who don't necessarily understand the space. But even if they understand the space, they don't understand the way we do it. We have our own TMS, we have our own best practices, we have unique customers who have unique needs. How do how do I train them? Well, I might be doing on the job training, and I think on the job training has limitations because after a while, when I keep saying, Dan. Can I bug you for just one more minute? At some point you go, no. No, no, no! Stop it! Do your own work, please. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask to get a new seat if you don't get out of here. And
0: I always found <laughs> I always found what was funny, Joe, is they would say, "Hey, can I bug you for a minute to the folks on my leaderboard who are in like the bottom twenty percent? Like, don't ask them. Ask the top twenty percent people how to do how to do this if you're learning on the job." Yeah, funny.
1: but so we, I think we've we've trusted on the job training. I know people are now starting to do orientations. Yep. by the way, if you don't get the orientation right. People quit. Uh, that is a well-known uh, reason people quit jobs. Another reason they quit jobs is because they're not being successful and they quit before they get fired. Another is because they feel like I've been told to do something and I have no idea how to do it. And now I'm, I'm going to quit. And by the way, I did a lot of sales training in this space. A ton of young people called me, a lot of them from big companies, saying they just told me I make 100 phone calls a day. And I don't know what to say. I, and they told me to say this or they told me to say that it's not working. And they were looking for help they, And by the way, these were a lot of kids who went off to college. First job out of college, second job out of college. They they're feeling ill at ease. And now they're not having the success they want to have. And they're looking for options, even options they have to pay for.
0: So getting back to it, how does how does SimTrain fit into this equation? Yeah. So first off, one of the things you got to realize is nobody takes a job and wants to fail. You know, sometimes employers don't don't realize that. Like, oh, I'm trading. I didn't realize. Even that. even congressmen and senators are trying to
1: do the right thing.
0: Yeah. Even <laughs> them, Right. <laughs> put them in the, in the group with everyone else. Right. I, I t- Joe, this is so funny. So for about a year and a half, almost two years, I was a about half of my new hires in the first six months. And I wore it as like a badge of honor, like, oh, we do a great job of assessing the right people. So our clients are only getting the best. And all of a sudden, you know, with a little bit of help from my folks, we woke up and realized, no, we were the problem. Like we got to do a better job of preparing them to be successful right? They come here to be successful. Like we got to give them exercises. We got to give them time. We got to give them situational awareness and let them, let them learn, right? So back to your question, how does SimTrain work? I get in a job. I go through that orientation training that you're talking about. I even get exposure to the knowledge of logistics, right? And I can find out what a reefer is, or I find out what lanes are, and how do all these things work, or how do I how do I read a, a, a you know a, a posted job or or a, or board, right? And so I learn how to do those things, but then how do I apply that knowledge to doing this every single day? That's where SimTrain comes in. Is you run through those exercises and and you get to perform those particular tasks or those job functions and those conversations and even navigate software at the same time in Simtrain. Right. And and one of the really cool things about what we're doing in the logistics market is we're working with a company called Lean and Lean, Lean Realize, Solutions Group. Lean Solutions Group. Thank Virtually you. Virtually everybody works with them. Yep. Cool. And <laughs> us too. Right. Count us <laughs> in. But what they realized, like, hey, they they loved it, right? So they loved what we were doing at Simtree. They have 8,000 employees who they have to get up to speed. Can you imagine getting, but growing from 1,000 to 8,000? I think in like less than an 18-month period. Yeah,
1: mo- virtually all of it in transportation and logistics. I know they're spreading their wings and going other
0: places. Right. But they they, what they did is they but they leaned in on SimTrain, right, and said, hey, automating these exercises will really help our people learn how to perform. It'll reinforce and they build confidence. So what they decided to do was build a library. So they built out a library of content. Right. So it's like sim simulations. Simulations. So anything in logistics you can think of retrieval, dispatch, carrier sales. Any of that, it's in their lean library in SimTrain. So if you become, if you're in transportation logistics industry and you become a customer of SimTrain, you're going to get access to that library. So that's awesome. So when I was talking
1: to Melanie, your rock star, she was walking through in that demo, a carrier sales simulation. And so it said here, so there was a little, she called it a Netflix trailer here's the objective of this. And it said, your job is in 45 seconds to call this this carrier who had a, a an available truck on a board and to convince them to take this load of dog food in a dry van for $3,300 that picked up on this day and delivered on this day. It's a load, yep. And so she walked us through that and it was, she did it and what was crazy, it happened very quickly. And she said, it's pretty easy to set that simulation up but then as soon as she was done, it rated her, I think she got 32 out of 35, which was pretty good. And then confidence, she was 84% on concentration. I don't know how you guys measure it, but I know you do. She was like 45%. So I reprimanded her. I told her, yes. she, Melanie, you got to take that training some more. Right. But then the nat- that was the last thing. Energy. Measured, energy. So she was bringing the energy 84%. But what was interesting about it is it also measured the keywords. She was supposed to say certain keywords, and those are easy enough to put in. And as she was being measured on I mean, them, if she didn't say certain things. So I mean, I'll just use the pandemic as an uh, as an example. When the pandemic hit, if, if PPE was super important and you didn't say, please mask up at your dock when we pick up, that's a requirement of the trucking company. If you didn't say that, it would... It would capture that, it would recognize you did not say this. So these were quick simulations. And she did it. And I said, okay, so if you you didn't do as well as you wanted. So let's just say um, in Melanie's example, she said, I did not have the concentration I want to have. She could do it again. Or the keyword. And again, them. and again. And 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 until you feel like, oh, cool. And then when she says this was practice and then at some point there's a test so then she takes the test and what's cool about that is the boss can see who's doing who who's doing what and so if i say you know dan and joe are laggards those guys just don't do what they're supposed to do and then you find out they aren't even doing the simulations well you're going to have a talk so if joe and dan go oh i just don't get it i'm doing the best i can you say you're not even doing the simulations get get busy
0: yeah no, and also, Joe, being able to tell the managers, right? These guys who are and, and gals who are managing the teams that are coming in, like, hey, you know, Dan's ready. Oh, how do you know Dan's ready? Here's his skim, SIM scores. He's run through all the exercises he's going to do in role, and he's done it all through training over the last three weeks. And he's got 120 of these SIMs, and here's all his scores. He's ready to go. Joe, on the other hand, is going to get going to work a little bit harder.
1: <laughs> right. And by the way, that was an actual she was actually talking and there was a simulated response that sounded like a real person. So when she she said, hey, is that truck still available? The guy said, yeah, it is. What do you got? And then she answered. And and I thought that was cool. So you could go as far as you want. It could be a one minute, one minute simulation. It could be a 10 minute simulation. And let's just say you're moving pharma or vaccines, something that's you know high value that requires certain security measures, certain protocols. And I got a brand new person on on the team. I put them through that. Maybe they've been move, moving dry van stuff for a while. Now I say, you take the simulation for the pharma group because the pharma group has some higher standards. So you need to learn those. And then I, I think the possibilities are endless. So let me ask a question. How, how long would it take me to set up a new simulation. Let's just say I got a brand new customer, they got unique needs. So I want my people to say the following things, they have to ask the following questions of the carriers, they have to say the following things to the shipper. How long does that take me to set up a simulation?
0: Yeah, so that pitch a load simulation you're referring to, that's a 15 minute exercise for the instructional designer. right? And that instructional designer could be your folks, could be a manager, could be someone at SimTrain, could be someone at Lean, right? Who sets that up. It's a 15 minute exercise to build that. We also have TMS, like learning how to perform your job with software and running a TMS, like a McLeod system at the same time. That could take up to an hour or maybe even two. But look, think about it this way it took me two hours to build and I rolled it out to 500 people that ran it 10 times. Oh my gosh, I just saved 2,000 hours. Also, I, again, I, I'll just speak to my own experience as a a young
1: person. I started working in the 80s. You guys look it up. It was (laughs) pre-internet.
0: Look up the 80s.
1: (laughs) And we had cool music and uh, I was young then. So it was was better. So anyway, I would go to meetings and they would use jargon. And at that time, it wasn't a whole bunch of, hey, there's no dumb questions. No one said anything like that. There was a lot of dumb questions. So you didn't always say, well, what what the hell does that acronym mean? What does that jargon mean? What's this mean? i didn't feel empowered in much of my youth to ask dumb questions i would love the opportunity to go back and say god these guys were talking about blank now i go back i type it in and i educate myself no judgment (laughs) The, the simulations don't care how many times i have to do it over and over again and i again i call it just in time because if somebody's failing they probably know it. They're going to go back and say, I'm going to test. I'm going to practice. I'm going to practice. but And then I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to pass this test. And I'm going to be happy with myself.
0: And, and Joe, I'm, uh, you said it, not me, but you, you basically said SimTrain is the Google of learning how to do your job. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I, I mean as you know you said it so I just kind of re- Well, and re- the, the
1: challenge we all have is and again I'm am a trainer. I I've, I've done tons of training. If I if somebody said come train our people on how to use RTMS and how to deal with our 80 different customers that all have different requirements. Boy, that's a huge job.
0: And that you have to do over and over and over again for every single employee that comes in.
1: I'm gonna be there I'm gonna be there for a year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then
1: as you upgrade, I have to go back and change all my screens. Yes. Yeah. This just this makes so much sense. So let me ask this is this just for telephone or can I also use this for messaging, like emails or
0: yeah, stuff like that? You no, know, great question. No, so it's conversations, which is my audio conversation and any sort of digital interaction as well. So software navigation. Could be your SMS or text messaging that you're referring to or email. So it's you, know, whatever that communication is that ties a, a digital interface with a conversation, or either one of those can can operate separately, right? So let's just say I'm the student. I could receive a message that says,
1: Hey Joe, that delivered late. I'm really disappointed. You said <laughs> you said it would be on time. I want a discount. I want this, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's a very difficult conversation. I received that as a message, in an email, and I know I don't want to respond as an email. I probably want to make a phone call. Right. And so you could say, well, that's a pretty tough. By the way, I used to say this all the time to my people, young people at work. Did you call them and t- and ask them if it was okay for that to be late? I just texted them. Texted them. Yep. I said, that's not that's not appropriate. You know when when it's late, you have to hear their voice because Fine doesn't necessarily mean that's fine. <laughs> it could be fine, that's the final straw, you're out. So, anyway, get, getting back to it, I realize I get this message now I got to have a very difficult conversation. And I can practice that difficult conversation 50 times on simulation if I feel a need. Maybe I'm, that's maybe overdoing it. But then when I do have to have that difficult conversation, I know how to go about it. Yeah and I might even practice. I go, Oh man, I got this nasty geek. I got this nasty gram. I got to respond to this. Go back to your SIM train. Go, Oh, I'm going to go back. Difficult conversation. Here I go. Here's what I say. I love this because again, it is th- at that point, it's just in time. I'm not going to call a trainer and say, Hey, I got to have a difficult conversation. I think we have a, a four hour session on difficult conversations. That's not realistic. SIM train is.
0: And, and Joe, so one of the cool things about what you're saying is, you know, these different types of use cases, right? So it's a coaching tool, but it's also a training tool, right? And I, I went into a, um, a brokerage, right? I'm walking the floor and someone said, oh, SIM train. I love it. I just used it today. I'm like, "What today, what'd you do? That's interesting because we're trying to find other use cases here. She goes, oh, I just run through the SIMs at the beginning of the day, a few times a week, just to kind of get ready for the day. I was like, what? Daily job readiness? That's amazing. that's an awesome use case. By the way, you mentioned you're a baseball player.
1: I always think athletes are, are great because you learn to grind. But you also, when you think about it, how many how many innings of baseball did you play against other teams versus how many hours did you practice? It's probably probably at the college level, it's probably dozens of hours between
0: i was gonna say at least 10 to 1 right i mean at least yeah. 10 to 1 10 hours of practice you throw practice. in the off season where you're practicing right. and working out and that's constantly. not even
1: including the off season right which is so you practice 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 and then when somebody bunts you don't go damn what do we do when somebody bunts again right absolutely <laughs> you 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 know and, and by the way i say this everybody's watched band of brothers and if you're my age, you watch it 60 times, right? That's what, that's what old, dude, old guys do. You watch Band of Brothers. I and mean, if you watch that, thankful, that uh, thankful to those guys that I didn't have to do that. But th- what they say to the recruits all the time is, fall back on your training. Remember your training. Remember your training. Remember your training. Because in the military, they can't trust that you're going to Think about something, you have to react to something. And the way they did, got to that place is practice, practice, practice. We don't practice enough in the business world. And part of the reason is expense and clump, the clumsiness of it. This brings practice into the day to
0: day, which is what I love about it. Yeah, I was just, just going to say, you know why we don't practice? Because it costs so much time and resources. Like we don't have the people to run through these exercises and do it. And oh, by the way, it's not always consistent because it requires all these people and all these variables to do it. So we solved a whole bunch of those problems by digitizing those exercises, Joe. Yep. So so if you
1: mentioned the partnership with my friends over at Lean Solutions Group. Lean Solutions Group. Yes, sir. Not lean. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they were they were lean staffing, and it's funny. A friend of mine said, "Lean? Do they do lean?" Like I go, "No, they are lean.
0: <laughs> they are. They do. Lean, I mean, like, look, they operate under a lean model, right?" So, right. So,
1: great company. By the way, this podcast is is being edited by and produced by my friend Natalie, who works for Lean. So she does a wonderful job. And getting back to it, if Lean supports the back offices for like four or 500 logistics companies. So they have created a library to get their people up to speed in, I'm guessing, dozens or hundreds of uh, this. So this library. So if somebody started, wanted to work with SimTrain, they get access to Lean's library, which basically
0: covers everything under the sun, I'm assuming. Yeah, and they're continuing to build it out, right? So it's, their internal library isn't as great of a customer-facing application as what they're building today. So you know, if you're if you're you know C H Robinson or you're J B Hunt or one of those, and you're going to bring it in house, you know, they're they're commercializing their own content. So it's. It's something that, uh, you know, really.
1: Some of it it could be the same, like carrier sales or having difficult phone calls. There's some of that sales or prospecting. I mean, there's just so many jobs that require training. And what I love about it also is when I was at University of Michigan getting my master's in education, I was in my 30s by that time. So I I wasn't just hung over waiting for the end of class. I was paying attention. And I remember a professor said, training is often a cop-out. And I've said it many times. Why is it a cop-out? So let's just say I work, or uh, Dan works for me. And I say, Dan, I'm going to have you be successful, and but you aren't successful. And then at some point, he goes, why isn't Dan successful, Joe? Well, I'm not going to say, because I'm a crappy teacher. I'm a horrible manager, and we have bad compensation structure, and we, we haven't given him the tools to succeed. I never say that. I say, I don't know, he's a good enough guy, he's just not getting it. They say, why don't you send him to training? Oh my God, yes, I'm gonna send Dan to training. And then Dan goes home, tells the wife, hey, boss really likes me, they're sending me to training. And I don't have to admit any of my failings, and nor does the company. We just say, we sent Dan to training, it's a cop-out. Because it's not worrying about performance. Now where this differs is you say, this simulation is directly tied to the performance that we'd hope to see. And so, if at some point you say, God, we're doing all these sim train things, but it's still not working out, why, why are some of these people not succeeding? Well, you either didn't hire right, or maybe we need to go back and update the sim, you know, more sims. Yeah. Right? Yep. Where are they falling down? Because you probably, probably aren't going to be day one 100%. Here's the
0: 25 sims that'll make you successful. Well, you could if you use the lean library. Right. And then, yeah, if, that's a good that's a real good jumping off. Point. I mean, if you think about it and it's like, well, this I'm different. D- different companies are different. Sure. Customize it for your internal use and, and you can get going in a few weeks. Right. Which is an awesome opportunity for companies, you know, in the logistics spaces get launched like with a full library with a few weeks that you just customize, which is which is a, a really good uh, way to get started. Yeah. So give me a sense. I know how expensive
1: uh, hiring a, a trainer, either remote or uh, or in person is. How does this compare to trainers who come in for a day and, and, and make everybody leave their desk and come into the conference room?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. And I mean, I'm going to answer that a couple of ways. Right. So first off, you don't have to schedule. And, and you're talking about coaching and, and training, which are two you know, very Obviously similar things you can use the same sim that you train me on to coach me on if I'm struggling with that particular skill set, right, which is an awesome opportunity and just think about this way. So if I'm going to spend time working with you to get better at a skill first off, I have to prepare for that. Then I have to sit down with you. I maybe have to do an assessment of what you're currently doing. And then we got to give you some actionable things to go do to get better. And then I got to follow up, make sure you're doing those things, first of all, and then validate that they're done and validate that they're being done properly in order to move the needle to get you better. Right. So that's like, let's say that's like four hours of time to get you to do one thing a little bit better, or I can give you three sims that focus on that one thing, and they're maybe five minutes long. So run through them six, seven times, right? So that's like 30 minutes, right? And then I got three of them, so you're spending an hour, but it's an hour pinpointed, and I validate everything, the performance is all scored, you feel comfortable because you got a lot of repetition around it. So it basically is transforming how you develop employees. And get them job ready, and then upskill them, and get them to master how they perform their their role. Absolutely. Yeah, and and you nailed it with the repetition because repetition is so important. Again, you go
1: back to your baseball. I, I'm I'm sure you probably coached your kids. Did yep. I always remember my i my daughter's, and she's was a good tennis player. She probably still is. <laughs> and she said, I remember her saying one time, yeah, tennis, going to tennis practice. She goes, all we do is. Practice the the fundamentals. I want to get to the advanced stuff. I go, you know, if you were a pro tennis player right now, you would be doing the fundamentals. That's and when you think about what you did at baseball practice, it wasn't like, hey, I'm sick of doing fly balls. I don't want to do ground balls anymore. You're, like, <laughs> you're off the team. Yeah. That is, not, that is that is unacceptable. The repetition over and over and over again. And that's why you catch that ball in your glove and throw it to first base without a second thought. It's just, you could do it in your sleep. And that's what we want for our our people on the job. And by the way, when you're having that level of performance, don't you feel better? Don't you feel like you're, don't you feel like you're a a star when you're able to go? That's a really difficult phone call. And I just killed it.
0: (laughs) Hey, I will tell you, that's what, that's what blasted me into starting SimTrain was when I was watching new hires come in and struggle, it was painful for me. I would take that home with me, by the way, and try to figure that out. And, and they're, they're working hard, some of them not as hard as others in fairness. And and you know, and, and then I finally like was watching people get enrolled and be confident and start, my new hires started telling people that have been enrolled for six to 12 months how to do th- certain things better, right? And it wasn't in reverse because they were running through these simulations after we were building this platform And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is insane. Like watching their confidence, seeing them perform better and and see obviously seeing their numbers as an employer. I mean, that's ultimately what I cared about. I wanted them to perform at their highest level and and achieve the numbers. But going backwards and seeing them fit into the team at being a more cultural fit, it's hard to fit into a culture when you just are not that good at what you do. And everyone else is at a different level than you. It's hard to fit. And these folks were fitting in, they were building, you know, camaraderie, they were going out in the afternoons together after work and 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 spending more time. And it's like, you're building a great culture and great people at a high performing team. Like, all right, well, that's everything I ever wanted as a business owner. That's it. And so, you know, SimTrain helped me get there. And that's why I was like, oh, my goodness, I think every business owner, every company could use this. Yeah,
1: yeah. And by the way, when you're talking about education and you're training adults, you're all you really are training is a gap, a little gap that they might have. You're not teaching them the ABCs. You're teaching them a, a new skill, but only the gap where where the gap is at. And the skills say, gap. That's exactly right. Yep. And and all we're doing is attitude, skills, and knowledge. And I've always said is if skills being you know speaking skills, telephone skills, email skills, writing skills, those kind of things, sales skills, maybe. Knowledge is maybe knowledge of an industry, knowledge of how a process works, and then attitude. And I've always said, if you have somebody with the right attitude, they'll, they'll acquire the skills, they'll acquire the knowledge. So, you know, you, you mentioned some working harder than others. It's easy to see the guy who's done the simulation 20 times and now he's doing really well and compare that guy to the guy who's done it twice and isn't doing well. You go, oh, I could say that guy is, he's just much better or he's making an effort to actually use the tool and get up to speed and become a star.
0: Yeah. And, and Joe, you, you look at, like, I'll, I'll we'll deploy this, a client will roll it out. And that, let's say in the first two weeks, they average about an hour in SimTrain, which is, you know, could be typical. You'll see that their top performers enroll actually were spending three hours in SimTrain. Nobody nobody governed them or put a govern on it. The average was an hour, but their top people were three hours. They don't get punished for using an extra, rather right. than cost more, does it? Absolutely not. No. As a matter of fact, as a matter, it was so funny. The first few clients, I think Allstate was one of them. I was like, Hey, I got to go find out like these four people, they like did three X everyone else. And they're like, what do you got to go find out? How well are they doing? Are they doing well? Like, oh, my God, they're killing it. Okay, good. Awesome. So it's like it correlates, right? It it correlates to how well they're. performing. Oh, yeah, that's that's
1: you guys won't be successful. It doesn't correlate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But also you got to make sure that the tool is being used for the training that it's necessary. Right. If you say I trained them on a whole bunch of stuff that they didn't need to know, but who's going to do that. Right. And I think that if, if you got the right team, they're going to start coming back and saying, you know what we need a sim on. We need a simulation on this because we're all
0: dropping the ball when it comes to blank. Yeah. No, I mean, look. The sim train process is three steps to like roll this thing out, right? You got to prepare, then you got to practice, and you got to improve. And that goes for an employee, but it also goes for our customer too, as they're improving their library of sims and improving the content that they're training on. That go- it's it's iterative. Learning is iterative. It's constant, and that those are some variables. So our customers, the cl- the companies themselves are making their simulations and their sims better, and their people are getting better. Oh, guess what? The company performance goes up. These are these are all things that are related. And you mentioned it before. These satisfied employees stay longer. It's like, wow, that's a great output. Oh, who doesn't want to? I mean, especially what I'm thinking about is
1: young people. Oh, and they get that. By the way, it's probably even harder when you're an older person because you don't want to be go, oh, I got to ask this person 20 years younger is sitting next to me. They're young enough to be my kid.
0: I got to ask them for help. Yes. Are you kidding me? (laughs) By the way, I'm really glad you brought that up because we were surprised by that. Like, well, you know, folks who are experienced, they're not going to really want to use SimTrain as much. It's probably more for like the younger, newer, newer folks. Like, nope, they love it. They're like, oh, wait, I can practice in this thing by myself. It's a very safe environment, and I don't need like Joe looking over my shoulder. Or I got to, like you said, worse yet, I got to have somebody who's my kid's age, like running me through these exercises. No. By the way, there's a lot of people. The baby boomers are going to live a lot longer, and they're going to be healthier.
1: And I'm, I'm at the tail end of the baby boom, it's somewhere between Led Zeppelin and Clash, I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to stick around, and we're going to have to learn new new tricks. And a lot of it's technology that we're going to have to learn. And I think that this gives you in an environment, a tool that doesn't kind of make you go, screw it. I'm just going to be a Walmart reader. I can't handle this. (laughs) I don't want to do this. I'm going to go home. (laughs) I'm going to go golf. This doesn't make sense. So let's just say somebody's listening and they say, you know, Dan McCann, this makes a lot of sense. Help me. And let's say they've got a dozen locations and hundreds of employees how do they get started? What's the first step? Walk us through that.
0: Yeah. And, and I mentioned it before, prepare, right? So let's figure out what you behaviors you want to work on and where you want to upskill. And well, let's go ahead and build those sims. It could be 15 minutes. It could be like- Do you a, build them with them or the yeah, first few? of course. We're going to build them for them and then roll them out. And then we're going to teach them how to build that library over time. And this was one of those things that Lean Solutions came in and said, well, why don't we just give them the library, right? And let them get started there which is even better. So you can either customize or build it, you know, customize the library exists or build it from scratch. And the best part about it is I only need to build one module, right? Let's just say I
1: create something specific for me. I know Lean's willing to give out their library. I just created something for me. That's not, you're not giving it to anyone else, are you?
0: What if you build it, no, 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 no. Lean signed up for this. This is a partnership, right? Yeah, they, I maybe, know they're. I know yeah. they're partners. I'm, I'm not giving away Citibank's library. Like that's, <laughs> that's their library. Like they're not. They're not in the business of saying, "Yeah, I want to do a partnership. And everyone can do all my collection calls and my fraud." Just <laughs> want to clarify right? that, and so we nobody get no, worries no. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, when when Echo signs up, you know, and any of their sims, those are their sims, right? You know, Lean Solutions has built the library for. Because
1: them. in a lot of ways, you could look at this as IP. This is. Yep, proprietary this is, this is this is intellectual property we got our we spent a lot of time and effort creating great simulations and so when we bring people on and again it's not just for onboarding it's for everybody i can say hey you know what and let's say the people who might be a little more senior in the job maybe you create some stuff for them to become how to lead how to lead a team you know it, 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 the possibilities seem endless for this and i love what you're doing because Again, I said at the top of the podcast, we need innovation. We seem to spend way too much money on education for college, yep. and we frustrated teachers. I think a lot of parents are frustrated with the education system. So we've got to figure out ways to make this a better situation, not only for teachers, parents, and kids. But first,
0: first, let's take care of this at work. Let's do it for firm <laughs> One of the coolest things, right, is so our customers save tons of money that the ROI is like 10 X just on efficiency, but their employees love it. I actually, what's really funny is they're going to want it for, they're going to want it for their kids. <laughs> Look, we had a client, we were doing training and coaching. That was the platform you can coach and you can train your people and they were getting feedback from their new hires that this was like so awesome and amazing way to learn how to perform their job that they decided, no, we're going to use this for assessing candidates too. So they can see this is a tool that we use. It's a competitive advantage for them that they like, here's what you're going to do in training. Hey, by the way, here's some exposure to the job and what what you're going to do in this role and get get a view of what that job is. And then they got to assess candidates the same way. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. It's an assessment tool too. Uh, it was just because they saw it as a competitive advantage that their people were giving them such great feedback as to the experience in SimTrain and learning and how they were building confidence and how it made them feel, right? This emotional feeling of being connected. And, and if you think about work from anywhere, you know, if I'm working from anywhere, that means you and me aren't working side by side. So oh, yeah. We're not. I don't... Right. Right. I can't bug you and say, what do I need to do, Dan? <laughs> Absolutely. And and it's like, I, I still have to feel connected though. Right. And I got to feel part of this organization. So, I mean, this isn't the key to the solution, but these Sims pull me in. It makes me feel part of it. I get to perform better. You and I on the, on these calls can talk about like, yeah, here, here's what we're doing. We can win awards together. You can, we can be recognized together. It's a really nice thing when, when you have people, you know, kind of enjoying the experience of learning how to perform their job, Joe. And, and so the, getting beyond the simulations, each employee has their own dashboard so they can see
1: where they need to, what simulations they didn't do complete yet or which ones they need to do again, where they should go back and do some practice. And then there's also for
0: the manager, he gets a dashboard so he can see how all his employees are yeah, doing. He or she get to see that. And, and uh, you know, she can lean in and be like, hey, by the way, Dan, I know you did all these, but go back and do it again. Right. And and, and you got to coach you up in these particular areas. Right. And that's, uh, you know, a benefit for a manager to actually. So one of the things managers struggle with is like, hey, Dan, you have to get better at closing deals. Yeah, I know. I, I'm looking at my numbers, too. What do I do? Oh well, I I don't know. Just get better at closing deals. Go back to this training content. But now you can give me exercise. Go, Dan. Go run these five sims, and these will help you get better at closing deals. Right, and also
1: we've all experienced this as managers, where you have to say, you know, Dan, this you just aren't cutting it. You aren't getting it done. And 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 then you say, well, what do I need to do? And you're like, I- get better, g- get better. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop. Be st- be a little less like you. And a little more like uh, that Bob down there, a little more like Diane. Could you be more Bob, more Diane and less Dan? That's you. Yeah, Yeah.
0: absolutely. (laughs) How do I do the exercises that Bob and Diane are doing that are making them good? And by the way, which is kind of cool. One of the ways our clients build Sims is taking recordings right off of their production environment. And converting those into simulation. So this is as real as real can be. This is not, so it's a, it's a simulation.
1: By the way, the, the, the simulation voice is not, it's not a robot. It sounds like a person. Yeah,
0: it's a human voice, right.
1: So Dan McMahon, let's wrap this bad boy up. Some final thoughts on this before you go. Sure. I'm having fun talking to you about these topics, Joe, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. So give me your final thoughts on this topic of the problem and then some of the solution that you guys provide.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, look, the problem is this. People need to learn how to perform their job and they got to do it fast enough that they're making a difference and moving the needle. Right. And so that's the employee problem as an employer. We mentioned it earlier today it's really expensive proposition to me and you sit and run through all the exercises that we have to do oh and by the way there happens to be 10 or 20 or 50 new hires in this class i mean it, it is amazing and so you know the problem we're solving is is you can't do it and when you do it it's either inconsistent or it's just super expensive so it's really hard to continue and so often not applicable i mean again you're learning Here's
1: customer service from a guy who spent 30 years at um, right. FedEx or 30 years at Citibank. Right? It, it 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 might not be applicable to your situation. The
0: beauty is right. If if you work for the sims are, even though you're coming out of a sim library, potentially they're customized for the employer that's hired me and the specifics of my job role. And if I'm pulling it out of the recordings, it's what my peers are doing every day, or even me. You could build a sim for me off of my own call that I did and I can practice doing it right. And so that's the, you know, that's a huge problem. Job readiness and preparing people to be effective and perform better is, is a definitely a huge problem that, that we're solving. And- and be efficient in that. You know, again, I can say this, I've, I've been a
1: trainer, I've been a consultant that's trying to help people perform better. It's expensive. It's expensive to say, I'm gonna get trainers to come. By the way, I remember the last time I was just doing some sales training it was a few years back and somebody says, can you fly out here? I said, You're in there in Los Angeles, I'm in Detroit. I said, let's do it remote. And they're like, no, we really need to do it in person. And, uh, and they wanted to do it on a Saturday. After work, so people who work Saturday morning, they're going to be in the training class from noon till three, and I'm flying out there for that. And I was like, God Almighty! I thought talk about this the deck being stacked against. First off, Mike's. I don't want to travel to LA. I was like, let's do it remote. I, mean, I couldn't believe what we were talking about. I
0: ultimately didn't want to do it, so I priced it accordingly.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: That's funny. Yeah, I mean, but think, think about this too, right, Joe? You think about. No, forget about the train, the travel factor and all those things, right, is is the cost associated with being able to run through these exercises and do these exercises in a manual world. It's like, the you know, so from that perspective, the, the ROI is is off the charts. I mentioned earlier, it's like a 10x. Just on the efficiency of saving my internal resources to go do their core jobs, and then getting me to learn faster, and that together is like ten x on the on the on the money you're going uh, to spend to. Run we have we have all gotten used to the idea that technology
1: is your friend in the transportation logistics supply chain business. This is the the, the digital transformation. It got one more casualty, guys. It's got training. <laughs>
0: right. Hey. It had to. I mean, look, you you keep talking about schools and reforming how schools operate and run, right? And it's like human capital is so valuable, right? It's, it's oh, we waste it. It's a critical part of our business and it's like we need to digitize Certain aspects of developing that human capital, and SimTrain is one of hopefully many solutions in this area. It's just the one I want everyone to use. Yeah, there's there's plenty of
1: others, and they should all have .0001 percent market share. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> all right, Dan McMahon, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. What I'll do is I'll put a link to your LinkedIn profile so people can bug you there. Yep, I'll put a link to your website, any of the links you give me. I'm also going to embed demo I did with Melanie. So anyone who's listening can actually check out that demo. I will plug that in. So I'll have a link to that or embed it into the show notes.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Absolutely. And if folks want to call me, reach out, I have questions on SIM training and the impact it could have for, for their business, there's nothing I'd like to talk about more.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much, Dan. I really appreciate you taking the time and thank all of you for listening to my podcast. Your support's very much appreciated. Until next
0: time, Onward and Upward. You've been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage in conversation with experts in the logistics field. For more details, visit thelogisticsoflogistics.com or follow Joe Lynch on LinkedIn.